Hi there. If you're listening to this, then you've taken a chance on a new podcast, and for that I thank you. This podcast will be centered around discussing the happenings in the Oceanic Pro League for League of Legends. My name is Mushu, and I'm a League enthusiast. 2016 is a big year for both League of Legends and Australian esports, so I wanted to get behind it and support its growth. I'm personally a big fan of podcasts as they allow a form of free expression and easy distribution. So each week, my co-host and I will discuss topics that we find interesting, as well as the results for that week, and eventually interviews with both OPL figures and OPL players. My co-host is Eddie Fat Cat Sellers, who formerly was the Avant Guard Manager and has recently moved to the Chiefs. He's been a part of the scene for a long time and offers significant insight into what goes on in the pro scene and what we as casual fans might not see. He also has an interesting perspective as he's an excellent player in his own right, maintaining a rank between Diamond and uh, Challenger. In this episode, we discuss the first week of the OPL and its format changes, as well as being a manager in Oceana, the dynamic queue, and our thoughts and predictions for the exciting second week of the OPL. So without any further ado, please enjoy the League Down Under episode one. Welcome to the League Down Under, a podcast about League of Legends Oceana. Eddie, how we doing? Pretty good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not doing too bad. I've uh, 1:39 a.m. in the morning, and uh, we've decided to finally start recording. And yeah, it's it's, it's going going good. Yeah, dude. Got to work. Got to pay. Got to pay the bills and that sort of thing. So indeed, uh, one one day the podcast might pay the bills. We might all <laughs> be good. But here we go. Let, episode number one. It's, it's early days. It's early days. Yeah. No, it's good. So you and I have been. Uh, we've been. I guess friends for a few years, working working at the uh, the Woolworths. Yeah, dude, the fresh food people, the fresh the freshest of the food people. <laughs> and I, you've always been that guy who's like ridiculously good at league. And that, like, I think the first time we started talking about league, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I think you were diamond at the time. And I was like, holy damn, this guy, <laughs> this guy's, uh, you know, he knows a thing or two. Uh, uh, I think I was like silver at the time and yeah so you're always a very very chill kind of guy a good sense of humor interesting perspective on things we've had quite a few discussions about uh different topics uh so yeah you're a high elo player and from from what i've heard and what i've seen on the twitters you're you know respected in the os community yeah no, I, 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 varying levels of respect right i like some people may dislike me other people might not but i think across the board i'm pretty like well respected in that regard no yeah I, th- I think once people like i guess interact with you it's probably pretty pretty good pretty pretty hard to uh, dislike you unless you know you've called someone out and just torn them down or something oh yeah I, I kind of avoid calling people out it never really ends well so yes yeah and when it, when i found out that you were like actually involved in the oce scene in that you know you actually manage a team i was just like holy damn like, <laughs> I, need, I need I need to get this guy in. And I was just yeah. like, I approached you and was like, Hey Eddie, do you want to do you want to talk about League of Legends, about specifically OCE? Because you know, 2016 is a big year, and uh, I think I, w- I would like to be more involved in the scene, get get behind it. And I think the best way to do that is to start a podcast about it. Yeah, I mean, like 2016, probably the biggest OPL year, like to date. So, gonna be a big year. Keen to talk about things. 
get get uh, discussions going and shit. Get down and dirty with the uh, <laughs> the discussions. So yeah. All right. So you were previously the manager of Avant Garde in uh, what twenty fifteen? Yeah. So I think I joined. I want to say like end of two thousand and four. Like the the time is like kind of skewed, right? Because like the thing with managing an OS is you don't really know like when you're like official or anything. But um, I think it was kind of like end of 2014 and then the whole of 2015 I was on board with uh, AV. What was your experience like with uh, AV? Uh, like top level, they're all like pretty chill guys, you know, like um, they get shit done. It's kind of like the people at AV are like very player focused because that's like their, their like brand, right? Like if they have no players, they have nobody to like uh progress avant obviously right so all the guys there at the top are like very player focused and they're like like they get the gear that the players need they give them like their various kind of contractual agreements like on a, at like a decent time so like i have no problems with like the management or anything and the players are pretty much the same in the sense that they're like really nice guys you know they're all just trying to win and that sort of thing and like there's a few like um like they kind of meme and stuff, but I mean they're all good people at heart. So, dude, who who doesn't like a good meme? Who who doesn't? Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes you can get out. Ninety, I think like ninety percent of my Twitter is just memes. So. Oh, dude, me, you just... it's good. I'm I'm a big fan of memes. You know, you are just a simple memer. I am. Yeah, no, I, I've I've only ever had uh, one like actual encounter with an avant garde player that was like a Hearthstone player a couple of years ago. When I jumped over the Hearthstone, uh, yeah, yeah Koyuchi or whatever his name yeah, was, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not too sure what happened to him, but yeah, he's a nice he just, guy. Yeah, he just sort of fell off the face of the earth, but yeah, really, yeah. really cool guy. Had, had a little chats with him, but yeah. So yeah. you've recently, in 2016, joined the Chiefs, the uh, right. the the best team in the region. Is it safe to yeah, say? Yeah, I think. I mean, like title wise, I think nobody can like discredit Chiefs as being the best team in us. Captain Ray Deer Deerson. Yeah, yeah, Derek, his name is. So, <laughs> like, I'm pretty fresh, right? So, like, learning all their names and stuff is interesting. But I've, like, known the the guys, like, the core five um, for, I want to say, like, since season two. So, what, like, coming up three, four years? Yeah, no, it's, so, like, uh, time's it's getting just on, like a blur. It's yeah, getting yeah, on, yeah. man. Where it's like, I, I remember thinking in season two, yeah, no, League will probably be around for another year or two. I mean, then we'll move on to a new game. But they've done, like, a like to to their credit, Rave's done a pretty good job in making it fresh, I guess. Like, just changing it enough so it's still the same game, but giving us something to do new yeah, each season. I, mean, I don't really know how it got as popular as it has, right? Because you kind of just expect something like this to die, but it just hasn't died. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, like, it, it's, it's life. It's not, it hasn't even come close to life support. It's, like... Yeah, it's like like people have formed like people are like now at the point, especially at least in OS, where it's like it's not a it's not a viable option, but it's certainly like uh, if you had a part time job, like obviously that's how we're kind of in this situation. Like part time job, we had a chat. This kind of perpetuated out of it. Yeah, like if you have a part time job, you can theoretically, if you're like good enough at the game, right? Like if you're in the OPL, you're earning like OPL dollar. You could theoretically like quit your part-time job and probably sustain off of like league money. Yeah, particularly so, if you're in one of the higher teams, I would think. Yeah, right. So like, uh, depending on what the organization that you're under as well like give you, 
So a lot of the orgs that are up right now, which are like player owned, which is like Legacy Chiefs, was founded off of player stuff. I'm not too sure like how it works now, but um, yeah, there's definitely like I wouldn't call it viable, but it's like uh, it's getting better. So like you can you can earn a decent amount of coin in OS, but it's nowhere near to like NA and that sort of thing. We are earning like six figures if you're like top tier. So yeah. But I think I think that's also a reflection of like just the population difference in that, you know, NA three hundred and fifty mil. Yeah. Australia. <laughs> well, Australia is twenty five mil and then I suppose so it's, you you might be able to give it thirty five mil if you include like the OS region as a whole. Maybe yeah, I'm man. not I'm not hundred percent sure what the population of New Zealand is, but like off the top of my head, I don't even I think it's under three hundred thousand people that actually play ranked in OS. So like while that is like a somewhat decent number. I mean, it's uh, Australia like isn't very respectful of like the esports kind of pursuit career kind of thing. No, it's, it's very much still we're still like behind. Much like I guess some of our political policies when we're quite <laughs> yeah. behind in uh, the the progression of of esports. But I th- I think that that's uh, probably a reflection of uh, the the political climate in that, for example, uh, not everyone has NBN or like a speed that they can stream at. So I think that instantly kills a lot of people's aspiration to be a professional esports player because they can't stream. And that's how I guess yeah. the part-time people would make the rest of their money is by yeah. streaming. Cause it's not a huge streaming culture in Australia. I think, I don't know. I don't watch too many. Um... Uh, this it's kind of like the, the chief top laner swiper has like a average of like a hundred viewers, which is like, it's pretty good for those. I think that's one of the, like especially for like OS League, I think yeah. that I think he is the top. I don't think anyone else pulls bigger numbers than Swiper. So and that's and that's like kind of I guess solidifies all that sort of statement in that he's the top one of the top players on the top teams, and he has the top stream of a hundred and something viewers consistently. Yeah, so like there's a lot of tops in that sentence, right? So <laughs> the top of the you, top you of need, the top. You need 100. to be, uh, you need a few tops in there before you can earn some good coin and kind of make it a reality. So because you need to hit, uh, it's like a consistent five hundred or something to get the Twitch Twitch subscriber thing. Yeah, it? but um, yeah. the riot Twitch is actually really good with like Oceanic kind of Riot League, in the fact that they give them. Like, they help us, or, like, help the players, I should say, not us. But, like, they help the players, uh, like, they give them, like, Twitch sub buttons. Yeah. So, like, if you're a OPL player and, like, you don't really have an incentive to stream, like, having a sub button and, like, having a contract with Twitch is, like, it just, like, pushes it forward, like, that people are, like, interested and there's, like, when you see, like, the no- the donation or, like, the notification, it's, like, very, it's a very nice feeling, I would imagine, because it's kind of as if like your fellow kind of os player is like with you and kind of pushing you forward so yeah everyone's sort of coming together i think that's sort of where where we're at in in that it the ball's definitely in the court of i guess the people supporting os in that <laughs> even saying os i was talking to people tonight about saying os versus oc i've always said oc and then you're like no nah, dude everyone says os i yeah man i think it's like it might change from like game to game right but i think for the most part because I watch a lot of CSGO and I watch a lot of League. And every time, like, casters are on the desk, they always say OS. 
So, I've, I mean, I've, I, that's not to discredit the OCE thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not less of a person for saying OCE? <laughs> yeah, but I've, like, I've heard a few OCEs, like, scattered, but I think for the most part, it's just O's. O's. Easy to say. It's kind of like the Australian thing. You condense everything. I see. Yeah. That's it. I see, man. I, I, guess, I guess the counter argument that I was thinking of was like, we don't say nah, we say N-A, but I, you know, three letters, two letters. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. You can like, you can kind of formulate a word with O's, right? Like, yeah. Os, whereas nah, I was like, nah. Well, I guess, uh, I don't know. Nah. I, I don't know how it works, man. But I, I, I know <laughs> that it's O's. I know that much. Yeah. I think I, I think I was watching like <clears throat> Destiny talk and he said O's. I was like, what did he say? Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I, like if you're, I think if you're coming from somewhere where it's just like, you don't really like talk to these players like all the time, like it's probably a, like a natural thing to say OCE because it's like, yeah, it, what is it, it? I don't even know what it, it's like. Oshi, is it? Oh, it's just Oceana. It's like the, yeah, it's just like the cutoff for the first three. Yeah. Letters it's first word. three letters of Oceana. Yeah. yeah. So like Oceana, right? So there's the O at the beginning of the word. Yeah. So I think that's where it's, like, derived from. Yeah, I think O-C-E has always sound good, but, yeah. It, it, it's, like, tomato, tomato. It doesn't really matter, you know, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Like yogurt, yogurt kind of thing. Yeah. Yogurt, yogurt. Yeah. So this week, Young and Eat, was the first week of OPL with the new format of Best of Three. Yeah, so they previously did the BO1s, and it was, like, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it's kind of, like, cheesy uh yeah not, like, <laughs> a lot of people in OS are like pretty pretty linear in the way that they play like i don't really think there's much cheese like i know that when i was on av uh we had lost a game right because there was like a situation where we had to play one game another week so we had two games in one week so that was like really weird for us but we lost the first game and then we played the second one and in the second one because we lost the first one and we were like, yeah, that's the strat. Like, that's what we're going to do. And then our games were, like, right after one another. So the team that we were playing after, which I think was, I want to say Dire Wars, I think. So we lost to Sin, which is still in the OPL. And then, yeah, it was Dire Wars. And then, so we had our standard kind of, you know, uh, team fight, like, kill everything kind of. And then in the next game, we just cheese them into the ground <laughs> it was the, i think the, like that is probably the most cheesiest i've ever seen Jeez. like it was a pretty tasty mozzarella <laughs> a pretty pretty spicy jalapeno yeah it's uh it's, it's good times it was good though because like it wasn't um like it was just like a fast push comp and i don't know if you know what that is it's kind of like just you put cheap, all of your eggs yeah, yeah. kind of put like caitlin is like the big the big kind of a uh, front runner for it. And you just kind of like assist her in pushing turrets. Just smack forward. Yeah, no, I've definitely been in, been in games before where like <laughs> low, low elo games where everyone just runs mid and their whole strat is just go straight down mid. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, more or yeah, less the strat, it was, I guess. It was pretty much like the same thing, just in like a competitive game. So that, that, that was, that was the result of like, uh, I remember you telling me about this last year when it was happening, that it was some, shady things going on and it resulted in yeah in, in a replay and was, oh yeah so like obviously when things are online like people are going to try and botnet them and like take them offline so we uh we were dealt like a bad hand one week and we got ddosed and then yeah uh, and uh, like another team got ddosed and then riot canceled the games and that's how we got in there the two game in one week situation but uh yeah the bo one thing was like it's it's good but it's also really bad because i mean 
it's good in the sense that you're getting different teams. You're getting like a more kind of variety, like each day. But the BO3, you're getting the exact same thing, and it's just kind of spanned out across a few days. So there's like not really much change, but. I think, like, from, from looking in just immediately, it, it says to me that it, they're trying to promote consistency and, like, I guess, deliver a more well-rounded package as a reflection of how the team actually plays and thinks. You know, if you have a, a chance to reflect on the first game if you lost and be like, ah, oh, this is what worked, this is what didn't work, we can go in and, you know, plan, plan for something else. Like, particularly if you got cheesed, I guess. But the like, I, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose the likelihood of a, of a team cheesing you twice in a row the same strat is uh, pretty low. And if you're silly enough to fall for it twice, you probably deserve to <laughs> take, yeah. take the O two. Yeah, I think that's like a fair summation. The thing about the BO ones was like nobody wanted to cheese because <laughs> if it like goes you, wrong, you yeah. get wrecked. Yeah, yeah, you only have like one shot, so you have to make it count. So everyone kind of plays safe and plays like standardized comps and like. It's just like it was pretty standard League of Legends. I think we were like the only team that ever, like I think a few teams used Caitlyn, but I don't think anyone used the her to like the effect that we did. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. I have to go back and watch all the games. To make I sure. would. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have to solidify this. But I think I think the best of three format is uh, is a little more engaging because you have time to get behind people and be like, it, it, I guess it's sort of. Uh, contributes to creating a story behind a team is like oh they got smashed in the first game they're gonna come back in the second game <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, th- yeah. and that's really what I think is p- what pulls people in is, is if you can get behind a team I mean the same reason uh, that people support like the Fremantle Dockers and the West Coast Eagles is they get behind players they get they watch these players grow and I think having more games in a shorter period of time such as playing a best of three is lend- lends to more of that sort of thing where you can get behind a player. Yeah, well, I mean, Riot did, like, a, there was, like, a player summit, like, two or three weeks ago, and Riot sat key figures in each team. So, like, for Legacy, you have Carbon. Uh, immunity, you have, like, uh, not Immunity, sorry, they got, uh, Bad they got, uh, they got uh, kicked out. Yeah, for, for like, uh, Helions, they are now. They had T-Gun, which is, uh, he's actually not in the team anymore, but it's just, like, the figureheads for teams, right? And they kind of sit them down and they tell their story and it's like it's like a narrative kind of thing and they play it at the beginning of the game and they're like, Oh, this team like practiced for this amount of time and they're they're not doing too well and then it like if you're a fan of that team, you're like, Oh, like screw you, man. Like my team's <laughs> really good and that's I love these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like for example in the in the first game, like uh, uh I think it was the first game. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, whatever the game, the Legacy and Sin was. Ah, uh, there was a second series. Yeah, there was like a, um, like as I said, Carbon before. Yeah. He's kind of like the figurehead for the team, right? So he sat down and like did his interview and then they recorded it. And then when the game started, he appeared in like a little box in the bottom left and like he was like kind of talking some smack. But it's good. It's like good fun. Like that's the narrative's really like, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so exactly. Like, yeah, that, I guess that's a really good way to summarize what I was talking about. Yeah, it's a good. It builds a narrative, and that's yeah. what you want. It's something to follow along. Yeah, yeah, like it's um, it's like Riot is obviously like trying very hard to like appeal to the entertainment aspect of the OPL, which I think is like the perfect way to do it, right? Exactly. Because we have a few characters in the scene that are like pretty popular, and they're like pretty well spoken and. Like, they know what they want in terms of, like, like where they want to place, which is first, obviously. So they're not afraid to uh, 
like kind of push it along a little bit and make the story a yeah. little better. Yeah, and it's sort of sort of like the a- a- Anthony Mundine thing where where you know if everyone hates you they're gonna buy tickets to your fight just to like watch, yeah. you, watch you get messed up but uh well uh dude i think that what you just said there i think that is a perfect representation of what chiefs are right now <laughs> no seriously like on the dot i think a large what what they're talking they're talking smack to get like giant numbers is like no, 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 no like um... oh everyone else is talking smack against them no chiefs chiefs are very respectful right like behind closed doors they say whatever they want but for like for the most part, in the time that I've been with them, they're all, like, respectable guys. Like, I know all of them, but it just seems like they are the team to beat, right? So it's like everyone wants to see them lose. So people watch the stream to see kind of Chiefs fall from grace, you know what I mean? <laughs> and lose their legend title. Yeah, like, they have that... Uh, that uh, What's it called? It's like the... Yeah, the... The, the legend matchup? Yeah, yeah, the legend matchup where... I, I don't know if you know how much, like, so there's, there's added monetary incentive, as, as Spawn said. They didn't specify how much or what, what, the, what the go is. But I yeah. mean, I could probably say it, but I just, like, out of respect for Riot, I wouldn't Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get, reach out to Riot and be like, can we talk about it? Because I feel <laughs> like it, it would, I think that's one thing that sort of is a little bit elusive to, I guess, at least me on the outside as a, as a casual fan of League of Legends is it's not so much transparent as how much like league players get paid and what these monetary incentives are. It feels well, sometimes mean, like, it feels like, like it's a little bit cloak and dagger almost. You can have, you can have like ballpark figures, right? But it's kind of like the same thing as asking your parents how much they earn, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's not rude, but it's just like, it's not, it's like not something you do in like, you know, it's kind of hard to like formulate into words, but it's like, you just like you let riot do their thing i don't know it's 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 weird the payment system is weird it's like great but it's like uh just like don't talk about it i don't know that's just the vibe i get like across the board yeah no that's definitely the vibe that i've sort of i guess felt from yeah looking at Twitter which is which is like fine that. right because it's like riot's doing their thing you want to respect their privacy like i'm completely fine with that so yeah yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, for you just... as a spectator, it's probably like, oh man, this guy gets like a thousand dollars if he makes like this sweet play, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, play, <laughs> play it, play of the week. It's like a thousand yeah, yeah, bucks yeah. or something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of riot's like shtick, and they like keep it however they want to keep it. Yeah, right. Right. Have always seemed like a company who keep it very close to the vest and like micromanage a lot which which, which you know ha- has its positives and negatives but this is definitely one of the i guess like perspective negatives in that oh, it's like i that's more along the lines i just want to know i just want to yeah yeah well, I mean, I mean, like across the board like in korea like maybe not so much in korea because of the exodus you know where all the korean players like went over to china yeah and stuff. Like that's funny but like na like they've recently kind of started to do it there was a challenger team called ember who released the uh the total amounts of like the like what the players were getting and it was like it was okay you know it's pretty decent it's really good considering they're like a challenger team but it's like but it's like everything in the u.s everything's bigger at every level like you look at yeah. basketball and their college basketball yeah, is too. ridiculous college um <laughs> college like gridiron and stuff like that it's yeah yeah man i sometimes wonder if like if i grew up american would i be a sports star by now yeah, like dude. what I, what would i be doing with my life like it the thing is, like, over here, it's, like, it's a viable option in, in, like, the sense of, what, like, the AFL, and that's it. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really think anything outside of uh, like AFL. I, I'd say AFL rugby. Oh yeah, rugby, of course. But AFL like, rugby tennis, maybe. I think. I think to be. I'm talking like domestically speaking. Okay. Yeah. I think AFL is like the only avenue that you really have to earn like decent money, and I like that's just a completely like West Australian perspective because I yeah. think I think there'd be because there's I know that there's a large following for like. N- uh, NRL or NF- yeah, yeah. N- NRL, yeah. I want to sure say I want to say three letters. I don't really know what they are. But... <laughs> three rugby letters. Yeah, so like I think over east there's quite a big following for those. So maybe domestically over there there's more of like a stable kind of environment for it. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so... I got a bit off track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I think Riot is just Riot's a great company. They want to keep their finances to themselves, and that's fine. I guess yeah, it's, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like propi- it's proprietary information, like. Blizzard recently withdrew them uh, for releasing the sub numbers for World of Warcraft because they realized it's like, what what does it matter anymore? Like, yeah, like yeah, the people are still knows. like online and like doing things, you know, like it shouldn't necessarily matter like how much these OPL players are getting paid kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like curiosity is like a natural thing, obviously. So Exactly. People want to know. People want to know. And yeah. people also wanted to know why there are now three nights of OPL, and that's because we're playing best of threes, so you need three nights. Yeah. Well, kind I mean, of. The only problem that I have with the, the BO3s is it cuts into the the uh, LCK, which is the Korean equivalent of the LCS or OPL. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, first two nights are great. Uh, nothing else is on, I believe. Like, there might be, like, some Turkey League on or something, but obviously, like, their respective kind of countries always like watch that like the brazil scene is like huge right so yeah everyone like watches that but um the big thing is there's two games on the night that the lck is played right so naturally you lose like i don't know like specifically but you lose like a large audience to the lck because it's like better gameplay obviously so bigger names and stuff yeah, yeah. like kind of sucks but i mean you know they got to do it sometimes. So yeah, exactly. I, th- I think with the amount of league broadcast going on, it- it's inevitable inevitable that it's going to happen. But yeah, 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 maybe maybe it's something they can look at uh, in the second split. Like yeah, maybe moving it-, it to two matches on a different day. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Like if 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 they had the matches on, see the problem is the problem with like Australia is it's like having these matches at like certain times. It's like always going to conflict with people. You know, like. <laughs> As, as, like, stupid as it sounds, like, people have, like, practice for, like, events and stuff because, like, um, not events, sorry, like, sports. Like, you go to soccer practice, you know, you do that sort of thing because it's expected in Australian culture. So, like, having it towards the end of the week is, like, kind of gets better because people aren't doing as much. It's, like, winding down to get into, like, the Friday. So, I mean, the way that it's scheduled now is, um, it's fine, like, yeah. There's no real like, inherent problem with it. It's just unfortunate that it falls on the day of the the LCK. But yeah. yeah. The yeah, I, I think I, I very much enjoyed the format this week. I felt like it was uh, a lot more short and sweet. I mean, I think last year I definitely tuned into a couple of OPL broadcasts and that was when they were playing, you know, several games a night and the with the best of ones. Oh too. I can, like, from an internal perspective, I can definitely say that it's a lot less hectic, <laughs> right? Because you have your dedicated night, and it's just show yeah, up, that's do your true, stuff. Actually. Yeah, you have one night, like, be it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, you don't have to... 
I suppose it's kind of like the tennis in the sense that you, sometimes you're waiting a long time for the games before you to finish. Like everyone, if everyone plays like an hour long game, then you're gonna be sitting around for a long time yeah, for the last like game of the night and just bombing like, around doing nothing. This, kind this of is thing. a real drag. But yeah, no, I think it's very short and sweet. It's nice to be able to just tune in and be like, oh, you know, OPL games, and it's over in like two, two and a half hours, and you can go back to doing, you can continue your evening, I guess. Yeah, dude, it's like, um, like, because what, games go for like, we'll say 30 minutes. So yeah, it's about two hours, like give or take a little bit. And then the games are like consecutive after one another. So like, they don't. Uh, wait until like they don't start at 6 p.m. Sydney time, and then the next best of three starts at like nine. They just consecutively run after each other, so it like doesn't chew like large amounts of time. So it's like a real like casual viewing experience, and I think that's what like makes it a lot better than having it on one night and literally having like five hours of OPL just boom, just straight up, and then that's it for the week, and there's nothing else. Yeah, I think also it um. With the with the shorter sessions, I find myself like being able to engage with it longer. Like rather than just cut, I think I would walk into my room and walk do other things and have it on the background. So you sort of take in some of it passively, whereas I'm have the ability to just sort of like just sit there and I have the attention span to sit there and watch a best of three these days. Yeah, I mean, like BO threes are interesting as well. Like they're better than BO ones in the sense that new stuff comes out. Yeah. Like, you get, like, that first game is, like, a buffer, right? So, like, you can fail on the first game and it's not the end of the world. You can't, yeah, the so, old reverse uh, sweep. Yeah, yeah. Is it really a sweep, though, if you just win two games in a row? Uh, in, in the sense that it's best at three, yeah, definitely. Like when it's... I think of a sweep, I just think of, like, you know, like, one team's 2-0 and then bam, 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 bam. suddenly it becomes 3-2 to the team that was originally on zero. So, yeah, I guess for the sake of it, I guess it's a sweep. Yeah, no, I, I want to be able to chant reverse, sweep, reverse, sweep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the only reason, right? Like, <laughs> it's the best part. It's shit at my computer just chanting. Just chanting like, to like, nothing. Like, yeah. It's great. But, yeah, I, I think we reach a, well, Riot reaches a wider audience this way because you spend it over three nights, so... You, while it requires some people to commit more nights, I think it also frees up people who might have not been able to watch it on like the one or two nights last year. Yeah, and it's like the viewer, the viewer, like the Twitch viewer, is probably like not indicative of like how many people actually watch it, right? Because you're watching, you've got the people that rock up to every night and watch it every night, right? And then you've got people that can only watch it this night, people that can only watch it that night, and people that can only watch it the other night, right? So. I think it reaches, like, the net is bigger, right? Yeah. So it's, like, it's reaching more people because it's not this one time every week for five hours kind of thing. So it's good. Yeah, it definitely feels a lot less grindy. Yeah, and also, like, just talking, like, the players and stuff, it, it seems, like, better because previously you would, like, play your game. Like, say you played your game at the very end of, like, what, like 10, 10 p.m.? Like uh, at the latest, I think. I think that was the latest. But from 10 p.m., like all the way leading up to 10 p.m., you're like watching people just play games, right? And like there's always this notion in the back of your mind that you're like, oh, like I have to play soon. Like, so I can't really like enjoy this. I have to focus on what I'm about to do and who I'm going to play kind of thing. But with the differentiation, uh, difference, difference, sorry, in days, it's like you play on the Wednesday, but the Thursday you get to like enjoy the double game kind of thing 
Yeah. So it's a lot like it's a lot more relaxing, I guess. So everyone can enjoy, it, even the players and the yeah, managers. Like, you can just chill. Well, like naturally during my OPL days, like pff, I'm just like on the ball all the time. So I pretty much have to be like getting everyone ready, making sure they've got everything ready. Yeah. Chasing people down. Radio, make sure they put us on your back. I mean, like the Chiefs guys are like really good. They're actually probably like the standard, the gold standard of the OPL. I want to say like they they are probably I would say like the team that has the least amount of problems because they all know what needs to be done and they just do it. They're just great. They're wonderful. And that's not to discredit AV in any way, but um, yes, like obviously like some players are like better at organizing themselves than others, and I think yeah. Chiefs are probably the uh, if I could choose a model, okay. If I could choose a model of how people organize themselves to do this specific task of playing in OPL, I think Chiefs have hit the nail on the head, like, 100%. Is that because maybe... Are the Chiefs player basically just lo- looking at the team? I haven't looked into it too much, but are they older? Like, are they... like Because Ray D has been around forever. Yeah, they, I mean, they're... They're younger than me, I think, for the most part. And I'm Holy 20. damn. You're 23, aren't you? I'm 24. You're an old so man. I think they're all, I want to say like 20, 21. Okay, yeah. So like, well, they're not, they're not like 17. Like, they don't laugh at like, oh, actually, that's a lie. They do laugh at dick jokes. But, um. <laughs> Dude, who doesn't laugh at dick right, jokes? Right, yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're more sensible. Yeah, yeah. They have and more control. And as soon as like OPL day is on, uh, OPL day is on, sorry. It's like game face, man. Like everyone's ready to roll, basically. Yeah, I like Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Well, that's good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're happy in the new position because it would kind of suck going to a new job and being like, you know what? Oh, I'd like to go back because then it's sort of like yeah, a bit yeah, weird. Yeah. Would I mean, you have gone back if, if like the first week or like, man, I do not like this. Would you like Avant? Um, take me back. Love no, me again. Because it's kind of like the second I left. I always kind of knew that I was going to like Chiefs, right? Because I've known them for like so long. And it's it's kind of like if you went to a job that isn't really a job and it's just like you hanging out with your mates in a TeamSpeak server and like shooting the shit and having fun with it. So I always knew that I was going to like enjoy their company kind of thing. So, But if in the, in the theoretical situation that I didn't, um, I... I don't think I would, right? Because I had already set things in motion to like find people and I like found a girl and she's really good and she's like learning like really quickly and I wouldn't want to like take that away from her, you know what I mean? So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would I would sit aside in that that respect and like let her do her thing and like take the team. And it's like people are probably more receptive to females as well, so <laughs> Too easy, can, mate. They they could also be like, uh, I guess, a little more dismissive sometimes. But I guess it's it's like a team by team basis. Well, I mean, like, uh, if you want to get into like the nitty gritty of it, there's <laughs> like, there's not that many females in esports, so it's like kind of a rarity. And like, if it's it's also even more of a rarity if they're like really good looking or like even a little bit good looking. So it's just kind of like that that wavelength where like. You treat these people with respect because they're, like, so rare and, like, so nice or whatever. I don't know. It's just you're more receptive to a girl online than you are to a guy online, right? 
that you want to you want to accommodate this, for them. Yeah, in the sense that like it comes from a, a, a position of rarity, particularly. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's like out. the the holy grail, you know, like a, <laughs> esports girl, an esports girl, right? Yeah, but yeah, she does she does really well. Her name's Maddie. She's a really nice person. So yeah, uh, we'll see we'll see how she goes. I mean, you, you, I suppose you can always give her tips and such. Uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm kind of coaching her, right? <laughs> Coaching her while she manages AV. Yeah, yeah, like telling her like what to do, kind of thing. But okay. like she's she's not really the type of person that needs telling. She kind of just asks like questions here and there, and pretty much does everything correctly apart from apart from those questions that she well, asks. Yeah, so. I I think that's sort of like how you'd have to learn in this sort of environment where it's like structured but not structured in the sense that you know you have a rough idea of what you need to do, but it's sort of like a bit more like trial by fire kind of thing. Yeah, like, you kind of get, especially with me, I was kind of thrown in the deep end. Like, um, the Coach Favy Savory was just, like, I had, like, applied. They said, like, yeah, sure, like, you kind of check out. And then I got invited to a Skype chat, and then it was like, all right, go. Like, do your stuff Do, now, do things, sorry. Eddie. And it's just like, you look, your eyes are wide open, and you're like, oh, I have to organize scrims now. I have to talk to these people who I've never, like, met before. Like, holy shit, like... But it, it's um, while the learning curve is like steep, it's as soon as you learn it, it just becomes super easy, and it's like just repet, like repetition, 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 that like over and over again. So, like like anything in life, if you do it enough times, it should sink in. Yeah, dude, like riding a bike, right? Like it's maybe one day now. you uh you ride your bike the poor way and you mess up scrims, and uh, you will never do that again because you learn like how to not like run into a curb on your bike. I don't know. Terrible. terrible <laughs> Analogies. Terrible. You, learn, you learn how to fly and when you yeah. get thrown out of the nest, you're just like, it, oh, man. here we go. You, just, you know, you, you can actually go up and down rather than just sort of not die. Yeah. yeah, That's great. But I, I mean, that being said, even now I make, make mistakes. So that's so. good. Cause I think mistakes mean you're still learning, right? Yeah. I mean, going. in the sense that like, what is there to really learn? Like I organize, like I help organize flights, all that sort of thing. So that was like a new experience for me. So I was like learning in that regard. But um, I think for like the general kind of organizing scrims, like conferencing with Riot, there's kind of not much else to learn. People like think that managing is a big task, but as long as you're like friendly with the people and, you know, you know what you're doing after a while. It gets really easy, and it's nice because it's a good pastime, I guess. So, to micromanage a team. That's yeah, I never thought that like I could find enjoyment in doing something like this. So well, I was pleasantly surprised. You, like, you, I, you studied human resources, though, didn't you? Yeah. So, like, so I come it's... from like a management background, but um, I don't know because it's kind of like you're managing like these sixteen, well, it's seventeen, like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year olds. You're like five years their superior. And uh, yeah, it's pretty like hectic, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I I, uh, I would have definitely regretted it had I known what it was like if I like chose not to get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. it's, been, it's been, while it's been hectic, it's been, uh, I guess, a learning experience that you would have missed otherwise. Yeah, man. It's really enjoyable. And I recommend anyone to like get into it because it's just great. Even I- if you don't travel to events... Yeah, just like, I think of... that's the big shtick for people, right? Like they want to 
they want to get on a plane on somebody else's dollar and like fly to events. Like, <laughs> even if you, don't, even if you don't, yeah, it is right. Like, yeah, like somebody else is paying for me to go somewhere. Yeah. This is amazing, right? But it's just it's you dev- you make friends, like you get to know these people, and like you network, like like you've never done in your life, because like you you're just constantly being like showing these people from like all walks of life in OS, all different teams, all different other like employees. Like I, I talked to like some lady from a um like a I don't even know what kind of company she was for, but she was like liaising with me to like get players on a plane and like, <laughs> it's just crazy man and it's great. I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. I suppose it's also like going to feed into your like later career. If you're like, oh, you know, I was a manager of a esports team, and I suppose by the time if you ever actually do finish with esports, by the time that's over, esports will be recognised, I guess, in other industries. Like I yeah. think it's yeah. sort of yeah. we're in 2016 by I don't know 2020 or wherever. You, whenever you eventually move on, if you move on, I guess it's sort of like I think it would carry more weight now than say in like the early earlier 2000s when it, I guess the esports dream is sort of yeah. just being realized, you know, everyone looked to Korea for StarCraft and we're like, oh man, maybe one day I can <laughs> yeah, do that. Day, like, yeah. Maybe I can manage a Counter-Strike team and make the big dollars. And- That's it. But I mean, a lot of things like that you do as a manager, you can just put on a resume anyway. So like things that I have like... <laughs> I updated like this as soon as I became a manager and as soon as I developed like these cognitive skills to like get people like going and like do the tasks that need to be done. I was like, that's resume material right there because it is, man. You're like organizing flights. You're like, you've got these young kids like in the palm of your hand and you dictate <laughs> like where they fly. And it's like the Sims just click them off the yeah, edge. And I had, um, technically I had like international players, they're from New Zealand. I don't know if that's international. Yeah, do, well, it's, it's like international in the sense that... You go to an international airport and you yeah, fly international. And it, it's literally like paying for something with pay pass. You literally just like beep your passport on a thing and just walk through yeah, when you're going but to it's like these boys, <clears throat> for flights especially, like you think that it's all just like uh, get on a plane, go to the place, get off the plane, right? Yeah, but there's like life in between. It's like getting to the plane, like making sure you get the plane and you're doing this from like thousands of like kilometers away. (laughs) And it's just like, you're managing this guy to get on a plane and you're like directing him. Like, this is what you need to do. Here's your flight itinerary. The shuttle will pick you up. Uh, Look out for this person. Somebody's going to be holding up a sign. Don't get lost. Call me if you need me. Uh, Do you need money kind of thing? And then like you allocate, whatever you can to like the players that need it. So it's really don't, cool. Don't take candy from strangers. That's it. Don't get into unmarked white vans, you know, make sure you lock the door. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I know a couple of uh, other esports players, uh, Snowblind, who is one of my close mates who uh, played TF2 for team immunity. I know he was notoriously bad at getting on planes. Like I'm pretty sure he missed a bunch of practice sessions by not getting on the, on the plane. Yeah. So I, I, dude, planes are just one of those things where it's just like, dude, whenever the word, like, uh, like whenever semifinal came around and like summit, like you're always like, Oh shit. Like the planes are coming. Like you got to get this stuff sorted. But, um, I mean, AD is the only one that I've done with planes because, Obviously, it's the beginning of the season. Like, Chiefs haven't had anything to fly to. So, 
Um, for the most part, like everyone on AV is pretty decent at like organizing. Like once they know like what's going on, they pretty much follow it to a T. So, and I, I suppose like in the sense that it's their job, it, it, there's like that added incentive to do it right. I think yeah. if it's, it's something you're just doing casually. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'll get there. And I don't know if it's... you've I don't know if you've ever missed a flight, dude. I've missed so but many flights. The it's... feeling in your stomach is not a good feeling, my friend. Dude. I miss two flights in two days and I, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been so anxious, stressed and just wanting to, I actually legitimately curled up on a ball on the floor in the airport and just didn't cry, but it was like, it was close. Uh, yeah. I was so close. It was coming. dude. Yeah, it, so it was 100% coming. You, uh, you don't want to miss those flights. Uh, and believe it or not, the people that don't want to miss the flights don't want to miss them either. So yeah. Anyway, back back to uh, the OPL, dude. Side side management uh, discussion is great, though. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I. Yeah, dude. Just I, lay it on me, dude. I'm just. I'm a the, walking encyclopedia. It's yeah. It's just like behind behind the curtain. We would pull it back and see like the the other side <laughs> of e esports from the other side. Dude. Yeah. It's good stuff. The Eddie Sellers story. <laughs> anyway, OPL with. The the next thing that I would like to talk about was uh the casters. So we you know, have have uh had four casters this this week and it was I, I very much enjoyed it. Um the the main guy, Mr. Spawn, who I as we talked about uh, you know, last year, uh from time to time, it seems like he copped a lot of flack pre- in previous years. Yeah, I mean I know him personally, like in the sense that probably more acquaintances than friends, but talk to him a couple of times. Yeah, like here and there. Like I have him on my friends list on league, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, like a big achievement. But um, yeah, he's like a good guy. He definitely like. I I don't I think it's fair to say that every caster like tries to improve and do that sort of hundred percent. Yeah, but I mean, I really to. like his casting, man. Like I actually really enjoy like all of those casters because yeah. I think it's like terribly hard. And there's like a lot of admiration there as well for Spawn because he is like this soft-spoken dude, but he like he really knows what he's talking about. Like he doesn't mess around. Like he has a good knowledge of the game, and I think a lot of people like just kind of like take that in stride and just like throw it away and just like focus on. Well, yeah, it's yeah. it's very easy to smack talk someone from behind a keyboard when you're watching something, and like. I, I think if you watch enough footage of anyone doing anything, you'll catch them slipping up. Yeah, man. And like, people make mistakes, right? Like, and I think it's what you do with those mistakes that really count. But he's definitely like gotten better. I remember watching last year and sitting with my mates and be like, dude, this guy's a little bit cringeworthy. But by the time Worlds rolled around and he was on the analyst desk, I was like, dude, I can. he's, he's good. I'm enjoying this. And then, you know, he, he has a beard now. And it's just like... <laughs> Teach me. Teach Are you, you like a fan of beards, dude? I can't uh, dude, a face for head Yeah, no, color. I think that's why I'm I'm a fan of beards is because like I I just want to know what it's like. And Spawn having this big manly beard is just like <laughs> teach me, Sam. Admiration, yeah, yeah, admiration. <laughs> but no, this week he spent a week on the analyst desk, and I think that was a. I thought that, I really I enjoyed if that's it. Like a, if that's like riots doing, or like if he cast games, I'm not too sure, but like. That's definitely like his forte, right? Yeah, dude, he was so much better. Like, I think I enjoyed him so much more sitting there talking, like bringing the games in, going to to it after. I think he would, yeah, as you say, it's his yeah. forte. He did. Like, he 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 wouldn't have a job if he didn't know what's up. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's I like... I think that guy improved like a lot. But I would like never, even when he wasn't as good as he was, he was still good. People just kind of like dismissed him. 
Yeah, and I think it's very easy to do. Yeah. It's and and I, for those, as you said, he's a soft spoken dude, and sometimes people are looking to see those big guys shout casting just at the top of their lungs, just yeah. exclaiming everything. I should clarify that <clears throat> in terms of like soft spoken, I think he's only soft spoken in the sense that we're comparing it to like pastry time and Atlas. Like yeah. These <laughs> vocal cords with like explosive kind of like reach that just like pull you out of like your chair into the game so and and i think the thing is if if he was really as bad as some of the i guess the more or less twitter hate would say like riot would have done something or maybe i don't know maybe they did they're like uh but in in the sense i I think he he seems like the kind of guy who would be able to just take it in stride and be like all right you know, maybe move past the hate and be like, ah, oh, this is this is something I can address. I think that's that's how I would like to look at Twitter hate, obviously, at a certain level. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, um, as a person who's, like, tried to cast before, <laughs> I have nothing but respect for these guys. Yeah, dude. Like, I've, I've, yeah. I've, casted, I've casted a bit of Hearthstone and even... Just to keep that kind of flow and... Just to make it interesting, like, all the time is, like, super difficult, man. And then to add your own flavor and your own, like, experience onto it, mate, it's an art. It really is. It's like an art, right? Yeah. You can't, a... you can't discredit how much, like, work these guys do and how good they are at what they do. So in terms of Spawn, like, nothing but praise for that guy. Side great. question. Do you know what Spawn's name is? Because I, I, I was looking when I was putting together. Yeah, his name is... I won't tell you his last name, but his first name is Jake. Okay, so yeah. Jake Spawn X. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, like, it's probably, like, in the public realm somewhere, but it's just, yeah. like... I just, you, yeah, you can't hide that sort of thing. It's yeah, I just, I just, like, call him Jake, because I don't know, <laughs> yeah. like, what he, he Jakey. wants. So, yeah. yeah, no, I think he definitely... He definitely feels like he wants to protect his, uh, like, I guess, name as much as possible, because, like, all his... Uh, well, at least his Twitter... Which, as far as I went, was uh, yeah, just spawn, like yeah. in the in the same way that mine's just like Mushu, because I, I that maybe because it's more along the lines you want to be known by your your gaming moniker rather than yeah, your, like your handle is like yeah 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 because like when when people talk to me and it still like bugs me out to this day like when people say fat cat instead of Eddie it's just like oh okay so like this is the thing like people are going to address me as this yeah especially like face to face like. Fat cat. Yeah, it's really that weird. Like, I don't know. It's it's good, but it's like. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's one of the unique things about gaming in general. It's like you, <clears throat> you get to pick your own name. I mean. Yeah, dude. You like adopt a name and you roll with it. It's great. Yeah, dude. Like I think I was. I'm nearly at the point. Like my 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 girlfriend calls me Moosh. Well, she says Moosh, which is like. It's like it's, one letter off, dude. Yeah, one one letter off. But yeah. it's like like as as much as you can, I guess, shorten. I've heard people call me Moo before, but yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's fun times. Anyway, yeah. speak, speaking of uh, gaming monikers, Mr. Julian Pastry Time Car, he, I very much enjoyed his casting this week. Dude, I love Julian, man. I play normal <laughs> games with that guy all the time, and it's Julian. the funniest stuff. So, so you've heard, you've heard some, uh, some, I guess, uh, off the air casting of, of yeah, these, I guess, uh, of these like, normal games. It's really interesting, right? Because like I knew Julian, or like I knew of. Okay, so I wasn't friends with him back when he was first starting out because I didn't care about like competitive. I would just like watch it every now and then. But like, I've legitimately seen that guy progress from nothing 
like all the way up. Like I've seen the the curve, you know what I mean? And it's really like cool to watch. He's because... grown up in front of you. Like yeah, dude. Son. I, I remember when, I don't know if he still has it, but he used to have this huge, like massive tuff of hair. And it was like... Oh, dude, I think I've seen a picture of that. Yeah, where he's and just it like... just used to go all the way over the front of his face. And he always used to push it to the side, like a mannerism kind of thing. So I remember like, that was like five years ago or something crazy. So yeah, I've known that guy for a while and he is probably the staple O's caster. Like when you think of OPL, you, you think, think of pastry like, time, pastry time. Shout out to Papa Smithy, by the way, as well. Cause yeah, no, he's, he's doing things, isn't he? Yeah, he's dude, he's, he's over in Korea. Korea. But like, yeah. he, he was kind of integral to like when I watched, um, like they they like duo name or whatever was like Papa Time or so it was good. Watch them both grow up. Uh, I think he's a great caster. Like like I said, I can't really comment on him being bad or anything because he's just not bad. Same with Spawn. Like I think these people are like really good at what they do. So do you think it's kind of rough that they stand up while casting? <laughs> oh, like in the no, because like. You, do you, or do you think you're you more energetic when you're like, standing when up? You're, when you're sitting down, if you try and shout and, like, move your body, because, like, that's that's effectively what it is, right? And that's what, like, sportscasters do as well. Like, when you're sitting down, you're, like, swiveling in your chair. It's just not enough. So, like, standing up is fine. But when they come into the OPL, I, part of me just wants to see them, like, sit. Like, behind, like, a desk, you know? <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of strange, almost. It's like, it's they're up, just sort yeah. of shuffling left and left. But once you're in-game, you can't see them anymore. It's fine, because uh, yeah, like, yeah. Matter, and, and you can hear, I, I suppose you can almost hear the difference between them standing and sitting and uh, being able to, as you say, project your voice, being able to get some of those deep shouts when uh, someone's getting a penta. It's good stuff. I love but, it. Uh, yeah. Standing up is good, like... Yeah, dude, I no, want to get... No complaints here, mate. Standing up's great. Yeah, I want to get a standing desk to stand up. <laughs> stand up all the time and just scream at my I actually screen. do. You know how in. you talked about that the other day? Yeah. Looked into it, mate. Keen as. Dude, we'll go, we'll go to Ikea and uh, get the get the $300 introductory model. Yeah, dude, make a day out of it. Yeah, sounds good. Get some dollar hot dogs going. <laughs> Whew. All right. This, moving on to uh, two two guys together, the, the last two, uh, Rusty and Atlas. I think, dude, those two together, they were my favorite casting duo of the week. I think they were, did so well. Like, uh, yeah, I just, it was a very good dynamic. Like, Rusty has a fantastic voice. Shout out to Rusty. You have, it's, it's, uh, it's everything I want in a, in a <laughs> male voice. So, like, I've had the, the privilege of, like, knowing these two boys for ages. And, like, Rusty used to be a pro player, and he... I don't even know how he got into it. I think it, he just made the switch one day. I think he casted something, like, out of the blue, and he was really good at it, so he just kind of went down that path. Yeah. But I think uh, because he started, like, so fresh, and, like, the way that they brought him into the OPL was actually really surprising because he really didn't have, like, any experience. And it kind of showed in the beginning, but, like, dude, like... <laughs> That guy has improved like a crazy amount over the time period, and it's really great to see because I really love that guy and Atlas as well. Like they're both really good friends of mine, and I don't. Yeah, it's kind of hard to like criticize your friends. Like, <laughs> I, I have no, I have no criticisms of these people. The because... only thing that like a little bothered me a little bit about Atlas is sometimes it felt like he he overexclaimed on the analyst desk. He's like yeah, yelling. I, guess, I was like, that's right, but... buddy. I'm just like so used to it, dude. Like, it's yeah. Just, you know, when you boot up the OPL stream, you're not like, 
God, can't wait until Atlas is excited. <laughs> like I, I really hope Atlas isn't excited about the game again tonight. No, no, no. I, I, I guess it's just sort of like scared me almost. I was like, Atlas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I love that, dude. I'm sure I love that. He'll <laughs> be mystified. But yeah, I, and also bringing uh, the pro players in this week, I think on the analyst desk was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, dude. Um, who was on this week? It was like Rymeister and Mitch. I know Mitch or Destiny to anybody listening. Destiny is the eighty carry now for AV. So bringing those two on, uh, Rymeister has been tried and tested as like a good addition to the desk. Yeah, he had a very good, like I guess, very sort of professional stand, like sitting stands. It looked it was good. He, and yeah, he had a dude. Um. Riot has never given Mitch the opportunity to like sit on a desk, and I think he owned it, dude. He destroyed it. Like, if they don't invite him back, I would be Riot. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna riot. I, mean, I would like be very, very, very surprised if Destiny does not show back up on the desk. Well, if the, if he doesn't, we'll start. We'll start the trend. Hashtag oh, dude, I'll start something. Destiny Destin. for desk. Because uh, I don't, I don't Destiny know if you watched desk. it or if you. If you caught it, but... I caught, I caught, I caught like the end of it. I dude, think. really crisp, really clean, not nervous at all. Like well first spoken. time in front of a camera, good hair, you know, wearing a good, good get up, you know, talking with the casters. It was great. It was wonderful. It was like he was part of the team, dude. Couldn't have asked yeah. better, like player to sit. I think, first. yeah, they. I, I think the the comparison is drawn to like Minky Whale, who was on the desk also this week, and yeah. he was he was like a little bit, I guess, he's a bit shaky. But... Yeah, he's a bit shaky. I think, yeah, I think he was just nervous, but yeah, yeah. Definitely I mean, a some lot people flat. like deal with social situations better than others or whatever and like it's fine like i've seen minky on desk before and he did well so maybe it was just like an off thing i don't necessarily think he did bad i just think as you said he was pretty nervous Com- compared to like your mates then uh yeah, yeah I just, I, dude it took me back trust me like when mitch went on oh, destiny went on the desk it was like crazy i was like where is this kid like where did he come it's from? So beautiful. I was just like watching this guy just articulate his opinions perfectly. It was great. It was wonderful. Uh, I yes. enjoyed it. Good it job, a, Mitch. Good. I'm going to send you this, so you're going to you're going to hear that. Good job. Good, good job, Mitch. Plus, plus one. Plus one, buddy. Plus plus another one. So plus two. <laughs> plus two. Okay. Plus two. Moving on to the results for this week. As you called it, you were you were saying to me earlier in the week, oh, dude, it's going to be a league of sweeps. All matches is going to be 2 0. Yeah, dude, and, I told um, you, right? Like Crumbs the Prophet himself. <laughs> well, dude, like, um, ah, the teams that played this week were, like, pretty clear cut. Like, yeah. I mean, I can just look and I just know that, like, Dire Wars are better than Absolute or Infernum now, sorry. Legacy are better than Sin. I'll actually come back to that because I don't think I did Sin justice in saying that. And I knew the Chiefs were better than Trident and Avant was better than Helion. So, I mean, pretty clear cut. You expect teams to win and they win. So, yeah. So, you want to go back back to the Legacy uh, and Sin? Yeah. So, uh, in the games that I watched of Sin, I'm trying to like. <laughs> not like reveal like how they play or anything but, like they they did really well like their scrim results are really good so that was in one of their videos wasn't it they were talking about their scrims yeah being... they, they posted like a video recently about yeah i, I watched that it was, it was very uh it's like get to know sin a little bit better yeah it's, it's good talk, i actually about... i actually really like the singers like we've had our issues because of um DDoS against us, not by Sin or anything, but we were playing against Sin when we got DDoSed. So we had our issues, like we don't like each other, or like we didn't like each other. I don't know, it wasn't even a dislike, it was like... um, It's just sort of like like circumstantial in that... 
Yeah, you know, you like, it was, it was so end. weird. Like, there was our little memes about Sin in, like, our little group, and then Sin had their little memes about us. <laughs> and it was like, it was fine. It was just banter. So, it, I mean, I wish nothing but the best for all the people over at Sin. I think they're great guys. So Yeah, dude, we come for the league and stay for the banter. Let's be honest. That's it, man. Banter is the neck of life. <laughs> banter, for time, banter for good times. <laughs> it's great. I love banter. I think there, there was a... It was either the Direwolves Inferno match or the Legacy Sin where it was like, it felt like Game of Thrones. It was Direwolves, wasn't it? When I came in on Tuesday night and was like, no, it was definitely Legacy vs. Sin because it was, it was right after it happened. And I was like, dude, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think the Legacy game was like pretty clean from Legacy. What about the second game? The second game felt like it was a... Uh... Second game was like, uh, I just, in the first game, first game was like perfect, I think. Yeah, they just sort of rolled them, didn't they? they? Just, yeah, like, Carbon, the jungler for Legacy, did, like, everything right, in my opinion, and, like, um, just kind of snowballed the game, really. Like, they gave him Graves, and Graves is, like, <clears throat> a notorious, like... It, God. Yeah, it's, like, pretty high ban percentage right now, so... I think I think just to jump to the NA for, for a sec, uh, Dardock in the last of the Challenger series, like, making the Challenger series thing... His performance in Graves is sort of like just solidified him in, in the role. That and guy, was... that guy is really good. Then... <laughs> like, he could play Teemo, and I would be like, oh, "Nice, great, <laughs> good pick, too. Good yeah, pick. Great I pick, can't, can't wait to see how this goes." I think he's actually on TL now. Did you hear? Yeah, yeah, because uh, Dominate retired. Yeah, yeah, which is upsetting because I really like Dominate. But anyway, he was sort of uh, was, really good. He was a story of how you can uh, be banned for a year for uh, being toxic. Dude, I actually don't think, and that's part of the reason that I liked him because he was a bit of a dick, you know, a bit of a villain kind of thing. I never think he changed the way he was. He just kind of masked it. Well, I think it, it, as long as I, the end result is the same, I think there's not much more you can really do. Yeah, as like, long as you're not being like a outwards dick to like yeah telling people to like hang themselves and stuff (laughs) like it's kind of a no-no so no it's definitely kind of a no-no particularly when you're like a named player and anyone can anyone can do who's like a little bit pissed off can screenshot and send it to ray be like uh how can you let this let this happen and i suppose that's sort of a credit to or or i guess a negative of twitter depending on your perspective it's like you can do that sort of thing and tweet directly to ray be like this and get support it's like man i don't want to be abused by a pro player sort but of it's thing. a bit of, like it's also good right because it sets the standard of exactly like, yeah. yeah you need to be an upstanding player <laughs> to be also a pro player we want every that's something they've done a good job of is like i guess like like or like or hate their micromanaging of players they sort of like perpetuate this this stand up obey the rules sort of yeah, you know like you can get out kind of thing yeah yeah it's really good i don't know right's a great company really right stuff awesome. some of the stuff they do is a bit questionable but... yeah so sometimes but i think that it can be the same with most things like it, from, from our end we don't have all the data we just sort of look in and be like that was yeah, the yeah, dumbest I, thing i've ever seen kind of don't like what you're doing there right because yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were they were recently shit i'm Blanking on the company name that owns the, now owns the majority share of Riot. Ah, uh, Tencent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds. They're yeah. a Chinese company, and they own like everything now. All the marbles are in the Tencent court. Ah, uh, good, good, good time for uh, esports to be centered in China. Well, yeah, sort dude. of. All the money's in China. China is massive. All the anyway, in China. I think we got yes. a bit off topic. Yes, back, back, back to uh, <laughs> back to more games. Uh, so I think the game that really I enjoyed watching this week was uh, your mates, the Chiefs versus uh, Trident. Yeah, 
I think because I'm I'm a I'm a beamer uh, beamer. I, I, Atlas was referring to his beamer as like oh, rusty, and I was like, man, that's fantastic calling him beamer because always said BMA. Yeah, no, I, that's another B- thing. Like maybe that OCE thing, O-C-E-O-C. Yeah, yeah. Like I call him beamer. Yeah, I call him BMA. <laughs> okay. I'm like and, B- and BMA. Dude. I say OS instead of OCE and BMA. BMA. Yeah. But no, I've been a I've been a a, a Beamer fanboy since like because back when he was on uh, what on the NV NV and he oh, was yeah. a pretty good top ten legend Hearthstone player. It's just like it's just yeah. He's teach like, me He's really smart, dude, isn't he? Yeah, like I know, I, I'm kind of friends with him. I guess more like acquaintances. Like we played in RF Land a few times, which is like a local Perth event. But um, good times, yeah, yeah, he's like a chill dude. Like he's definitely smart about everything that he does. I think he got worse as time kind of progressed and people got better, but he's still, like, relevant. So. Yeah, because he went off and worked for Riot for a year. Yeah, dude. Now he's dream. back. Now, now he's back living the dream in Perth. Yeah, I think he's still in Sydney. I want to say oh, he's still in Sydney. Yeah, probably not a bad decision. I mean, more likelihood to have uh, NBN over there than yeah. in, in the Perth. I think, yeah, I think he's coming back, but I'll have to consult the man before I make any statements. <laughs> don't want to spit oh you know he's in Perth no he's in Sydney it's just... yeah, no well, speculation you, got, here, you, you gotta send the fanboys <clears throat> and girls somewhere dude <laughs> if Brendan has fan uh, fangirls I will eat, eat a hat my shoe eat your shoe yeah. alright confirm dude I'm gonna not that he's a bad looking dude it's just like just, <laughs> just started he's out of nowhere trying to say no one can love BMA is that what you're saying to me he's a cold mistress he's a <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the Chiefs trying to game. The first game was interesting. Yeah. The second I, game I, just felt like they were outclassed. But, but I don't know. I, see, the thing about Chiefs is I, I'm, like, never worried. You know, like, as as weird as it sounds, I'm never worried about how the Chiefs are going to do. <laughs> how they're going to win their games. I just, yeah. It's going to happen. Just, I just always assume that they're going to win. So... I don't know, like the Trident game, it was to their credit, like Trident has been screwed with yeah, bosses. They got like they got screwed, wrecked. man. So like I guess to their credit, they did really well. But uh Yeah, not good enough, unfortunately. No, it just felt like they that they weren't quite there yet. Like I think by the end of the split we'll see them doing, you know, better things. Maybe if there's a Chiefs Trident rematch we'll uh I'll take a game off. Oh, I think there is, but uh oh, I'm gonna man. say two zero again. Keen as a bean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've kind of been involved with the Trident guys as well. Like same thing, like sort of helping them out in, t- in their time of need. Yeah, kind of. I like know all the guys, so by knowing all the guys, you kind of um, you kind of find out everything they're doing, kind of thing. So like, I know how they got screwed, like what they were doing, that sort of thing. And the Trident management are like really cool as well. Like shout out to Josh because I don't think he'll watch this, but. Love you, man. You're a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just profess your lo- undying love for him and he'll never hear he'll it. He'll never know, dude. Ah, Go down. That's great. The second game of Chiefs Trident was pretty good. Like, it looked like... Because it, 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 they gave him a bit of... Trident gave him a bit of trouble, and but it sort of... By the end of it, you could sort of see that... The experience and the team fights and the rotations of Chiefs was just far superior and just sort of like... Yeah. I think... Juju! Chiefs kind of like got into the groove, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, dude. It's just like... Even the casters were saying, it's like, first game did not look like Chiefs at all. And then the like, second game, it's like, 
that's Chiefs. Like, that's a Chiefs game. That's a Chiefs game. That's that's what you're used to. So, do you think anyone will take the uh, the legend title off them this season, or they're just going to make bank by uh, winning all the, the mean, legend games? There's a case for it because, like, Legacy got a house, so obviously they're going to improve. In case uh, any international people are listening to this, houses in Australia are ridiculously over... Well, not overpriced. I think it's just a reflection of the market, I guess, but it's really hard to buy a house here. It's like... It's not sustainable as well, so... Yeah. I think they have something worked out with the sponsors, but... But I'm not sure. But, like, obviously, if you're in a house, you're going to be better, you know. I don't know much about the coaching staff, like, on the legacy side, but in terms of, like, taking a game off of Chiefs, or, like, taking a series or a game... Take, taking a series, because I'm pretty sure you have to take the series to get the title, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's... Yeah. That makes the most sense. Yeah, well, that yeah. otherwise you could end up in a situation where you win, like, one out of three games and take the title off them if you only have to beat them once. Yeah, that would in, suck. Yeah, so. that is like, <laughs> oh, guess we messed up, boys. Guess we messed up. Oh, damn, we didn't 5-0 someone? Guess we lose the title. <laughs> guess we don't get But, um, paid. obviously, because I'm, like, a, I'm with Chiefs now and I've always been, like, a bit of a Chiefs fanboy, I think like is them radio? going over internationally like you just want to support the team is it radius jawline yeah dude clear-cut perfection <laughs> no nah, i don't like i maybe i don't know it's probably like <laughs> it's weird Seven. it's really weird right because you can't ever discredit legacy because obviously they like beat they beat chiefs in winter like ages ago yeah and that was with like completely different players so I mean, like, top to bottom, Tally moving to the top lane. He's done it before. He's, like, pretty good. He's a pretty good player. Um, Choo Choo Z in mid is, like, just... He's just crazy good all the time. And he's never been irrelevant. He's always been good. Kept up with the patches, kept strong. Yeah, dude. Carbon is, like, the big boss. He's, like, the vocal leader that Legacy needs. Very stoic kind of person. Uh, King is pretty volatile. Like, he's a very, like, explosive player. I have, like, my disagreements with him, but I, like, can't say that he's a bad player. He's a really good player. Yeah. And Jew, or, like, his name's going to be, like, Regret9. Now, I think. I think Instead like, of Jews. No, Jew. Oh, right. Jew. Yeah, dude. Yeah, flying. That, I, when I saw that, I was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, a bit non-PC or whatever it is. But, I mean, top to bottom, like, Legacy is a good team. So it's just a matter of like whether or not they can pull it together. And I like the way the Chiefs play in um OPL is like so crazy. Like they just punish your ass for like making a mistake. It's <laughs> it's, it's like nice League of Legends to watch. I don't mind it. Just watch the watch them work their magic. Yeah, so I mean in terms of like a definitive answer of like people taking uh the legend title away from Chiefs, I think maybe for like a week if that I, I don't think it's going to happen, but if it does, I think it would only be for one week. But that that's the thing, though. Like, like if if Le- if Legacy beat uh, Chiefs, then Legacy will have it in, in theory. Until they play like, Chiefs again, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So so like so they would have it for a while then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, so I'll rephrase that and say, if Legacy beats Chiefs, I don't think Legacy would lose it until they played Chiefs again, and then they would lose it. They'd just be so keen to get their extra money. No, it's not even the money, dude. It's just like a pride thing, you know? Because like, obviously there's that long-standing kind of uh, 
it's always going to be Chiefs versus it's Legacy. Legacy, yeah, uh, TSM, CLG, yeah, O-style. It's the O's equivalent of that. So there's so always gotta, hype. got to pick a side. I think, I think I'm just going to pick uh, Legacy just to just to drum up uh, controversy on this podcast. Yeah. So we're going to wreck you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think Chiefs will hold on to it. 70% sure. How did you think your... your... Uh, your old boys go went this week against the uh, the newbies, oh, the Hellions. Right, so I always got like a special place in my heart for AV players. AV, oh, represent. My God, first game, they killed me, bro. Oh, I was like crazy, like please win, please win, please win, please, because <laughs> Helions aren't very good, and like I like the players on Helions, but they just haven't got it together yet. And I think they could get it together, but thus far they haven't. So. Obviously, you want all the wins you can get in the OPL because every win matters. So, I mean, AV did okay. The second game was really, like, really clean. I think it was actually, like, a perfect game. Like, zero deaths from AV's side. But the first game kind of showed, uh, I don't know, like, the weakness of, like, the new roster kind of thing. But that being said, like, across, I think across every game, like, like every series... I think like the first game was kind of shaky from everyone. They sort of warmed up in the second game, and it was like, "All right, let's close this out." Yeah, it's kind of like you know you haven't you haven't played OPL for like six months. You don't want to mess up your first game, so you're a bit rusty, kind of thing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, AV did fine. Like I expected them to two zero that, and they did. So, All right. cool. This week. Rank Q started 2016 season, season number six, and Os was lucky enough to finally receive Dynamic Q. Yeah, dude, Dynamic Q. It's fun. It's great. I actually really enjoy it. I thought I would hate it. So Yeah, dude, I remember you talking uh, a couple of weeks ago before the season started. You're like, oh, dude, this sucks. This is such a bad idea. I but mean, now you're, you're flip-flopped. I yeah. still think it's a bad idea, but I it's fun. So whatever. I like it. Yeah, it's definitely like uh, I guess a more encompassing approach because I, as I talked to you before, it's like people who want to play solo queue but also want to play with their friends either had to either only play with one other friend or be forced into rank fives, and they're not really contrib- working towards their solo queue goal if they're playing rank fives. And if they're casual, they're probably not going to do both. And so, dynamic queue seems like a pretty good answer. Yeah, I mean the only issue i have with dynamic queue i think is like the uh there's like some algorithm right where it's like 95 percent of the time you don't get put against five stacks <clears throat> but i think it's um i think it's probably like 60 40 right now at least in like the <laughs> higher echelons of elo hell like, well i suppose i suppose there's only so much you can do in yeah, dude, like the, the player base at like the top tier of levels of play, which right now is like Diamond 5 because everybody's like... Reset. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty clear cut that like you're running into these five stacks if you are soloing, so kind of sucks, but I mean, yeah, it'll it even is. itself out, I guess. The, the stupid thing with Dynamic Q is nobody's really giving it a chance. They're all just like kind of hating it, and I was guilty of the same thing. I still think it's a terrible idea, but it's fun, right? And Riot, as a company, they want to see their brand grow. So they're going to appeal to the... Uh, the casual? The casuals, yeah. That's where the money is. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's the right business choice, right? Yeah, I, I think I think that's to Riot's credit. Sometimes they do these things to keep 
attempt to keep the game fresh and they seem like a little bit crazy at the start but like six eight months down the track like yeah no dynamic you pretty pretty good idea is it is it someone was telling me today that uh they're separating it into dynamic queue and just solo queue uh yeah so like solo queue is like strictly just, solo yeah just you nobody else no duos yeah it's like that's and, it it's like you can't duo with anyone and then dynamic queue is going to also replace rank fives as well uh yeah i think so maybe uh, yeah i think well that, that seemed kind of like a little bit strange so it might not be a hundred percent accurate but yeah. some some weird stuff is going down edward i weird stuff's good man loving it having fun with it still kind of sucks but loving it what what are the queue times at the upper levels with uh, uh i guess like the the with the you have to set your dude. role preferences and stuff? yeah so like you choose you choose your primary and then you choose your secondary and if you have people in your lobby you can't have the same well like they can't have the same primary and like they can't have their primary as your primary I, like, so basically it's, it's really weird man i don't know i just queue up for stuff and then if it fails i just click another button and queue because <laughs> you can you can set your primary and your so, so say if i set my primary as mid i can then set my secondary as like you can go like 80 or... top fill fill is a good one yeah yeah, you go fill fill. Can you select primary fill? Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I know. I know when you're queuing with more than like just you. You need to. Wait, let me see. Actually, got the bunch. client open, so I can just check. Give me one second. I'm pretty sure you can't. Like, I'm pretty sure you have to queue as a role. Yeah, that, that would make sense. I, and I think yeah. like. Oh no, you can. You can queue as fill. Fill fill. Well, I suppose that. that oh, you just queue as queue. fill, and that's it. Oh yeah, I yeah. suppose if you're killing primary fill, yeah, no, 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 no. Well, even that, yeah, primary fill, secondary. I'll, uh, I'll ADC. Yeah, but so, I, I mean, want to fill first. It's like, uh, like as I said, I don't really have any problems with a dynamic queue. Like, it kind of sucks if you're like a competitive player, but uh, it also teaches like people how to play as a team, which I think something is. Like, it's starved. Like, OS is really starved of that kind of thing. So, you know, it's not too bad. I don't mind it. Yeah, I think that's that's basically where Chiefs just, like, crap on people. Is, oh, uh, dude. The team you have no idea. I'm sitting in the TS and I'm just hearing, like, oh, I've been waiting 55 minutes for a queue and then they get in a queue and they, like, smash people. And it's just funny because, like, these guys can't do anything because they're versing five Chiefs. But to their, to the other side as well, like, they have been losing some games where, like, like they won't queue as five or their queue as, like, three. So, I mean, the system is kind of working. Like, it's kind of getting there. It's kind of okay. The system is absolute. <laughs> Ely West went down just recently as a result of it. Oh, yeah, dude. They had, like, o- overloaded. Big just... issues with it or whatever. But, I mean, when does EU West not have issues? <laughs> I was going to say, like... classic EU West. Yeah. It's like, they're running on DOS or something. So yeah, just like MS-DOS, just, just like yeah. monkeys operating the computer. It's just a whole bunch of zeros and ones. That's it. I mean, I don't really know, like, specifics about that, but I know that it crashed. Yeah. I'm just glad that it didn't happen here, man, because, like, well, they just reverted back to solo Yeah, it kind of sucks, though, because, like, I don't know, now everybody doesn't get to play, like, Dynamic Q, and it's just, it's like, it? a mess. It's just Well, up. yeah, I, I think I think reverting to solo duo is better than nothing. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure it carries on over into... Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was looking at the post, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, nothing really changes. They just have to wait a little bit longer. I What I want to know is why it works on, like, other servers, right? Like, why does it work on this one? Why does it work on NA? But then it gets to EU West and it just doesn't work. Like Apparently, it's, Korea had problems. They got a little bit sagged. Sagged in the sense of... It went, it caused, like, I don't know if it went down, but it definitely, like, slowed down. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's uh, alluded to in the thread. But, yeah, uh, I, I look forward to playing some Dynamic Q, have, having fun times. I My friends who are at the sort of the silver ELO bracket are just getting wrecked at the moment because I, I think, I think <sighs> that they're sort of, like, in, quote-unquote, ELO hell where everyone who's, like, okay at the game is being spat out during the placements. <laughs> yeah, and sort of, I, like, think, just, uh, like, I think if you're... Okay, let's say you're silver one, right? Or like you were silver one last season. I don't think you should queue up right now. I think you should wait. Yeah, you're going to get wrecked and end up in bronze. Yeah, do that. You know, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not so much where you end up. It's just like the quality of teams is like uh, you're going to have these people that have like really good MMRs but are like actually bronze and it'll just hurt you because like they don't actually know how to play the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i didn't play any solo queue last year so i look to amend that this year and i'll probably start at like i think i finished 2014 at like sort of a bronze not bronze gold four so i'll probably be like high silver like probably silver four silver five this mm, yeah if you didn't play any any yeah. at all last season you might not even have a rank so, uh, Bronzy, here we come. Yeah, dude, might have That's to work gonna... your way out from the bottom. It's going to be time. Just when I thought I identified as a gold player, I'm actually a Bronzy. Yeah. That sucks. <sighs> Good luck. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right. The last thing we'll do today is we'll have a quick look at uh, next week's schedule. So, on the Monday, we have Trident vs. Sin Gaming. That's actually a doozy, dude. Just you hearing reckon? that. Yeah, man. That sounds a. Uh... That one's interesting. I'll definitely be catching that one. Yeah, dude. It's a, it sounds like it's going to be like a good good series, but I think like I I, I think I'm going to back Trident this this season. That's what. Spray like Rymeister. He's a god. Can't count him out, dude. And Rymeister but, will beat BMA, right? So yeah, I yeah. Think this no, one... no, no. I want I want to back Trident this season, but yeah, no. I think Sin will take it two one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds about right because I think that. Uh, but but then again, I think. Okay, so the thing with Trident is their mid laner isn't as good as Sin's mid laner, right? But then Sin's jungler, which is Juve's, isn't as good as Impaired, which is Trident's jungler. So there's like, you know, there's like the flip of the coin. Like one side is worse than the other, but the other half of the equation makes it up. So it'll be interesting. Will be interesting. I really look forward to that game. What do you you think the score? Do you agree with the 2 1 or? 2 1 for Sin? Yeah, like, or Sin's going to scrape a 2-0 and, and it's going to be, like, heartbreaking for Trident. You know how you, you have those things that, like, you don't bet on? You know, like, you go to <laughs> like, a place. Yeah, and it's so even. It's that, so like, even. It... I really want to see Trident win because I love, like, I love all the Trident boys. Like, they're good boys. Uh, I, I want to see them, like, get their first win kind of thing. But that being said, like, same thing goes for Sin. Like, would love it. Either one. But if I had to, like, pick one. Oh, I want to say Trident. Hey, he's on board, I boys. Say Trident, he's yeah. on board. I want to say Trident too much. Trident, Trident. Because, like, they showed signs of, like, kind of knowing what's up against Chiefs in the first game. And then the second one as well. Like, they gave him 
Like uh, they gave him hell in the in the beginning. Yeah, like the wins weren't easy, right? And then you look on the other side of the spectrum, and like the first game for Legacy was really easy, and then the second game was like the Chiefs' first game, but like a little harder. So like, there's a lot of similarities in like both of these teams. So it'll be like a really good match to watch. So I will definitely be catching that one. Sounds good. Don't miss it, boys and girls. That's it. And everyone in between. Second game on, well, the one game on Tuesday is Avant versus Legacy. This, dude, this sounds like another great game as well. This is a doozy as well, dude. Oh, doozy week. week I, two. Uh, obviously, I'm going to go for the AV Wiz 2-0. <laughs> 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 uh, I actually think, no, I don't know, because, like, I don't, know when, Legacy? I don't know when this will be released, but uh, uh, I, I, I got some inside goss. I'm not going uh, so we'll, to... So we'll, we'll talk about it after it happens, I we guess. We can, yeah, we can. Uh, sweet. So, so hopefully... I mean, I'm going to say 2-0, like, no matter what. But, uh... Like, looking at it, they're both really strong teams. I think, like, the new lineup of Legacy is um, still adjusting to one another. Hmm. So if AV wins, or, like, when AV wins, because, I mean, <laughs> 2-0 incoming, you know, I, uh... I think it'll be as a result of like the the roster, but that being said, like it, it really is only changing one player, and then like another one's moving to a role. I Legacy's a strong team, man. I can't count them out. AV's so strong what, too. Like lots of roster changes, lots of like new roster played. What's your, what's your final decision, Young Edward? Oh, dude, hundred percent two zero. To who? To AV? To AV? Yeah, AV two zero. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Legacy two one. It's like the middle. Really? Oh man, I hate you, right? I hate. (laughs) Hey man, I I don't have this sweet inside information that you're dealing with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's just, just. uh, I can't wait to say I told you so. Ah, all right. We'll see. We'll see. That's it. All right, and for the double game night, we have in the first game Infernum versus Hellions. And yeah, what's that's uh that's a really good game too. <laughs> that that that's gonna be a good game in the sense that they're like very close in Dude, terms of like skill. Both bottom of the pack skill, match. Yeah, like fighting it out to like knock it or like, wet noodle fight. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I I think uh, I want to say Infernum, dude. Like, yeah, dude, I, I'm on. I mean, this time Helions just don't seem to have it together. I think Seb is a good jungler. See the 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 Helion's jungle like really has seemed to like struggle in our os. So he's been dragged around the map a bit. Yeah, not really making like much happen. No, I don't know. He's not he's not bad by any means, but it's just like uh, stacking up to like the big names here. It's just it's weird. He's just he has he hasn't. That being said, though, in the first AV game, he was pretty good against AV. Yeah, Cookie, I think his name is. So. Probably like I think that one will actually go to three games. So Inferno, uh, Infernum two one. Yeah, I think, but I, I definitely think it'll go to three games with Infernum taking it. Oh, dude, I am keen for some three game series. Yeah, dude, I'm sick of these sweeps, hey. Yeah, dude, League, League of Sweeps no more, hope. Yeah, dude. All right, the last game of next week is uh, Chiefs versus Diewolves, dude. It's a good week, isn't it? Dude, that's a banger as well. What's going on? Oh, this dude, is great. They they're like lol. They, so we got sucker punched week one with all these sweep games, but now yeah, we've got some uh, some skill match in. game. Yeah, they um, bet us in with crap and then give us give right, us so a, this, like awesome games. Yeah, 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 this one's like really weird. I think obviously I think Chiefs will win it, 
But it's kind of like, if anyone is going to take games off of Chiefs, it's Direwolves and Legacy. And AV. <laughs> it's, it's, it's these and I, three that's teams. not even saying it's like a favoritism kind of thing. Because like all of these, the three other teams that I just listed are all top four. And they all have the ability to take games off one another. So, I mean, I think if Chiefs win the first game, 2-0. I think if Direwolves win the first game, it'll be 2-1 to Chiefs. Oh, really? So I, no matter what, I think Chiefs will win. But I think if Direwolves win the first game, they'll still lose. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm yeah. I'm definitely with the with the reigning champions on this one. Two. I'm thinking. I'm thinking two zero. But it's going to be two close games. I would think. Yeah. I mean, perfection is really good. Authentics, his name is now. Mm. And yeah, he's just somebody like you don't disregard like at all. So, be an interesting game. Really excited for that one, actually. Dude, it's going to be a good week. Keen as a bean, dude. Yes. Well. Thank you, sir, for joining me on this uh, late night, early morning podcast. Uh, hey, look, not a I problem. Ho- hopefully, uh, it's relatively well received. We can do it again because uh, I'm looking forward to uh, paying close attention to the OPL and hearing your thoughts on it next week. Too easy. I really hope it, uh, it gains some traction because this is a lot of fun. So yeah, dude, good times. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the podcast, and I hope you enjoyed episode one of the League Down Under. You can find this episode and future episodes at youtube.com forward slash Mushuman. That's M-O-O-S-H-U-M-A-N. I'm currently in the process of getting it on iTunes for the podcast catchers, so hopefully that will be done soon. You can find Eddie on Twitter at FatCatOCE, and you can find me at Mushuman on, also on Twitter. If you have any feedback on the episode, be it positive things or even negative things, feel free to hit myself or Eddie up on Twitter. Tune in next week. The episode should be coming out on Thursday where we'll be discussing the second week of OPL and much more. But I'll post updates on Twitter once again. Thank you, everybody. Much love and I'll catch you next time.